0: to Glaring Questions, your newest podcast on TV shows, movies, comic books, video games, and, well, everything in between.
1: Of course, of course. Hey guys, we're back after uh, two weeks. I feel like that's basically how we post now, is every two weeks or so. I am Caden, I'm your co-host, and this is Tucker, where I bring the uh, banter, and he brings the facts. Indeed. Uh, Today, instead of a brisk, I'm uh, fucking with a... uh, a plain Dr. Pepper, you know, I'm, I'm getting bougie, I'm getting classy up in the studio today.
0: And cut! Oh <sighs> wait, but that's what they do in movies.
1: Oh Speaking shit. Speaking of cuts. Title card.
0: Title card. This episode will be on the difference between an extended edition of a movie and the now resurfacing director's cut.
1: Oh, that was such a good segue. I agree. I agree. We are fire. We are bomb at this shit.
0: So, I'm sure you've all heard of common extended editions or director's cuts in recent times, like Zack Snyder's Justice League, also known as the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Or, how people are talking about a possible David Ayer Cut of Suicide Squad. Mm -hmm. Or a Josh Trank Cut of Fantastic Four. So, Because of all this confusion and the sort of mixing of the terms extended edition and director's cut.
1: Uh Uh-huh, of course.
0: Your co host over here thought we'd kind of go over some big differences in sort of the wacky... Yes,
1: sir. Pulling out ideas out of my ass since 2004 (laughs) when I was born. So, out of my mom's ass.
0: Question number one. What is the the best described difference between a director's cut and an extended edition. So good question. Extended editions are well extended. Of course. Any movie that has an extended edition typically has extra scenes or extra plot lines put into it. Typically that were left on the cutting room for before then that extend the runtime and make it a longer, sometimes more cohesive movie in general.
1: Think about it like this. A video game that now has more side stories to it. And And that happens a lot. How many more soundtracks? How many more songs to the soundtrack? We'll get to that later.
0: (laughs) A director's cut, on the other hand, is just as a way of saying it, a director's preferred version of the film, if not the actual version that goes to theaters. And for further reference, we're going to be calling the version of movies that go to theaters normally in these two terms interchangeably, the final cut or the theatrical cut. Because both of them are kind of used interchangeably despite being slightly different terms. But one is just a general public term and one is a filming process term. Wonderful. So that's the sort of the main difference. A director's cut doesn't have to be longer. A director's cut can be shorter, the same amount of time, or longer than the original film, as long as it's what the director really
1: wanted. And that's that's how the director perceived everything. Is that a word? Is that the word? Sort of. Yeah. How the director wants everything to be. Yeah. It's it's the perfect thing that fits the director. It's like house hunting on TLC. Yeah. Whereas an Her, extended cut wait.
0: is by definition a longer version of the film,
1: with extra scenes and pop, it's like a box of cereal now with more sugar.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like Lucky Charms, even luckier this time.
1: Dude, Lucky th- fucking Lucky Charms, dog. That slaps at three thirty in the morning.
0: So with that being said, our next question, with uh, tackle with, uh, question number Fuck one. Fuck
1: yes. Is bring it on me, lay it on me, Kenobi.
0: Which is better? A director's cut or an extended edition?
1: Oh my now, goodness. I this... can already feel the heat coming off of the black top. I can feel just Tucker, how could you say something so so controversial yet so brave?
0: <laughs> so
1: this It's interesting. This this, this is a big argument right I honestly
0: here. think of director's cuts and extended editions like The relationship between a square and a rectangle. A square is always a rectangle, but a rectangle is not always a square.
1: Yo, dog. I did not Extended
0: editions are always extended. And while director's cuts can be extended, they can also be shorter. And both of them do have their good parts and their bad parts. Extended editions normally have deleted scenes or entire deleted plot lines, which can actually enrich the story and make cut elements feed into the story in ways that actually makes it make more sense.
1: It just is adding more lore to it.
0: Which sometimes can hurt a film, but, yeah. but a good amount of times can help it.
1: Now in a way of hurting a film, we mean by that it's just too much to compensate in you're one movie. just you're yeah, like it's like combining all of Marvel together, you know, it would kind of be a clusterfuck. You wouldn't know exactly what's going on, and that's I've seen that happen with a few movies.
0: Yeah, Marvel does do well for runtime, though.
1: Yes, not not the Snyder Cut, though. I know that's not Marvel, but that not the Snyder Cut. That's what I want to say. It's I, I feel mean, like the Snyder Cut is not uh, a fluster clock.
0: I mean, it has its moments, but it does oh, do yeah. decently well with how I feel like every
1: every movie that is fucking four hours like that that would be
0: at least somewhat
1: of yeah of a
0: of a of a cluster of a cluster fluck of a cluster-fluck. So, yeah. in a way you can argue either side, you can argue that a director's cut is better because it's the director's full vision, and you get a better look at what they really intended
1: it's just but if, if you sometimes the director directors, the director's cut, is just
0: wrong sometimes that's true. the director's vision doesn't align with what source material really meant. That it goes against the morals of a character or something like that. Yeah. And sometimes in director's cuts, they come back to elements of other films that actually help the movies seem to be more cohesive. Like, example from the Snyder Cut. This is a really big one. Bo Burnham's The Snyder Cut. In in Joss Whedon's Justice League from 2017, Bruce Wayne doesn't really seem to have a lot of weight to the quote, Lois Lane is the key. That is a complete He just quote. seems to make it say, he seems to think it is just Superman loves her. But in the Snyder Cut, we get a full scene with Bruce and Diana, where Bruce plain out says, I had a vision. I Bar- love you, Bar- Diana. Bar- Barry Allen was right here, and he told me Lois Lane was the key. And she says, it's just because he loves him. And, f- and unlike the Joss Whedon Justice League, in the Snyder Cut, Bruce says,
1: oh, I think it's more than that. Hey, fuck Josh Whedon's The Justice League. I like Snyder Cut better. The colors... We've already gone over it. Yeah, we've gone over we, it. We did a whole
0: episode on this If, if you
1: guys want to know our actual opinion and views, go listen to the other episode where we actually covered uh, Zack Snyder's Snyder Cut. It, it may be longer, but if you were, like... I recommend it if you were, like, cleaning and it's just, like, on in the background.
0: We also go over some, like, Easter eggs and stuff like that. So in case also, you watch the movie and Also, colors
1: understand. and shit... Hue, contrast, everything is changed. Yeah. Like, the editing can be different. You have more cooler colors. It sets the, asthma, the atmosphere the atmosphere <laughs> and the mood and tone a lot better. It's better.
0: Yeah. So Fight
1: me if you don't agree.
0: Either way, you can argue for or against a director's cut and an extended edition. So it's kind of just an endless loop of fanboys arguing with each other. So, number three. Can the idea of an extended cut branch into other media? Like, say, comic books or video games.
1: Yes, it can. Or
0: TV shows.
1: Yes, the simple answer is yes, it can. Yes,
0: and there are some examples that you that you could say count. Like, a couple days ago, as of us recording this, a trailer came out, a game yes. announcement for Doki Doki Literature Club
1: Plus. Which we also covered this this topic. Not plus, but well, just Doki Doki Literature Club. In general. Yeah. We already covered we, this topic. We did topic. a whole
0: video on the original game of Doki Doki Literature Club, which came out four years ago in 2017.
1: God but damn. four age. years from I'm then, as
0: fuck. in 2021, Doki Doki Literature Club Plus is coming out at the end of this month.
1: Yeah, baby. And it's... That's what I'm talking about. Critical? Uh Uh-huh. I love I love Moist Critical. (laughs) Yeah. This
0: game is largely Doki Doki Literature Club, but it has a bunch of new elements to it. There are six prequel side stories that have 13 additional music tracks altogether. Mm -hmm. Which doubles the music in the game. And there's a bunch new bunch of new mechanics in the game, the resolution's higher. It's basically the concept of an expanded or extended edition in a game.
1: That is a great example, and that example couldn't have come sooner.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could also look at TV shows,
1: and this is weird to say. Uh Uh-oh, 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 Tucker's getting weird and wacky. Everybody, put on you your tinfoil hats. In a way,
0: you could see crossovers between TV shows as extended editions as
1: of a character's story. Oh my goodness. I was not expecting that. Everybody, so, take off your tinfoil hats and give Tucker a round of applause. Round of the
0: applause. So for this is a weird example because I'm a DC fan. But I'm going to talk about the yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths 2019 CW crossover. This had five episodes, it had a bunch of little cameos, and some of them I really find to be amazing with the fact that these came well after the series ended. Like, one of the Earths is from the Birds of Prey TV show, which has characters from the Birds of Prey TV show running from the antimatter wave. These characters haven't been around for a while, at least these portrayals, so it's kind of a finality. Mm -hmm. It's this final look at them before their universe is destroyed. And one of the universes that Supergirl, I think, goes to is the universe of Smallville, the TV show. The the 10-season TV show where you have adult Tom Welling just chopping down wood, honk, and he's Clark Kent. Actual Clark Kent from freaking Smallville.
1: But of course...
0: And this is after 10 seasons of the show building him up as Superman. And a whole comic series called Smallville Season 11. And it's like, this is such a good look at what Clark probably ended up as. Because he wasn't Superman until the finale of the show. He didn't take up that name until the, take up that image until the final episode of the show. And even then, the comic series was more so about the other people like bart allen's the flash and the Green arrow
1: Mm -hmm. it
0: was more so about a team of heroes so this is a great look at clark kent after that yeah so it's like crossovers in a way are the extended editions of of finished shows yeah like extended edition of friends yeah you could say that's the friends reunion that happened on hbo max i watched that entire
1: thing it was great did you yeah i didn't (laughs) Anybody uh watch Bo Burnham has a new special? That mm-hmm. is lit. And anybody who hasn't watched it is weird and should probably get out from hiding under a rock and watch it.
0: I haven't had the time, I'll do it.
1: Uh huh. I'll do uh-huh. it sometime. The excuses coming out of this man's pie hole, his mouth, his nostrils.
0: So going on to question four. Oh, you
1: won't get away that easily. <laughs>
0: yes I will. <laughs>
1: Man went sicko mode Venom on me.
0: So, next question. This one isn't really rhetorical. It has a good answer, but this answer also is reliant on, really, the culture that's surrounding the director's cut idea. Of course. Do all director's cut concepts get released?
1: No. No. That's a simple answer.
0: And there are a couple ways to approach this answer, the first of which I'm going to go over now. Not all directors get what's called the final cut privilege. Because they don't have
1: privilege. The
0: final cut privilege is basically a power given to a director by a studio that it's sort of an agreement that their cut of a movie will be the movie. If you have the final cut privilege, you're probably not going to need a director's cut because your version of the movie will be the movie. But if you don't, you're probably going to have a director's cut.
1: Chris Hansen, How to Catch a Predator, director's cut. (laughs) Now with new predators, and Chris Hansen has a twin. Mm. New lore is locked when you go into the the house, and new decoys to be uh, seen. Uh, The decoy was arrested later that night. Find out on Gris... Gris... Find out on Gris Granson's To Catch a Greditor on Dateline NBC. So yeah,
0: not all concepts get released because not all directors need one. But also, not all concepts get released because some studios just don't want to put forth that time and energy into funding a
1: director's cut. Also, not a lot of people go for a director's cut. Like, I mean, yes, it can be popular in some instances like the Snyder Cut. But if you think about it, if every Marvel, if every movie, okay, think about it, theoretically speaking, for the sake of this argument, think, if all the Marvel movies had, uh, for the sake of this argument, uh, uh, how, how does Ben Shapiro talk? Hypothetically. If Hypothetically, every, if, if every Marvel movie had a director's cut... Carlin would be rolling in his grave. Uh, No, Stan Lee would be rolling in his grave. Oh, he would... <laughs> he would rise from the grave and kill somebody and then fall back and roll into his grave.
0: So yeah, not all of them get released. One, because not all directors need to have that outlet for their vision because they yeah. get the vision out. Yeah. Or two, because not all studios are willing to do
1: it. Which is understandable because, again... Like, like Why would you dollars. waste Why would you waste A ton of money On a concept That is already created When you can I mean 30 million dollars concept.
0: Went into the Snyder Cut Just for the reshoot
1: Just for the reshoot
0: And for everything Being However if you Snyder think about cut. it
1: Everybody wanted the Snyder Cut They've been yep. begging For the Snyder Cut For years now
0: And if you don't have That following
1: It's not gonna happen Exactly So if You know Fucking Spider-Man Uh Uh director's cut Spider-Man Homecoming comes out with all new fucking, there's a new villain and, and a side story and a side quest. And, and It's like nobody wanted this. Yeah. Like nobody asked for that. Nobody, nobody cares. sat there and was just like, oh my goodness, we need this. I mean, I'm sure now that I brought it up, some of you people will be like, yeah, no, we need this. But it's not something that nobody, like nobody wants that. Nobody cares. Uh, just uh, make another movie. Like.
0: They're already making a third MCU Spider-Man movie.
1: Fuck yeah. Tom Holland.
0: Yeah. So
1: this can we talk about how hot Tom Holland is? Okay, moving on. (laughs) Happy Pride Month, Tom Holland.
0: (laughs) So, number four kind of feeds into number five. Our fifth question is: Are all director's cuts actually, by definition, a director's cut? Are all director's cuts, or at least things, movies called director's cuts, the preference of the director? Not always. Often it is, because often Somebody's studios...
1: watching me! Sorry, I don't know why, but that just reminded me of that.
0: Continue. So not all director's cuts are the director's cut, because sometimes studios are scummy and decide to call something a director's cut when it is really an extended edition, just made with scenes that the, the director really would not have wanted.
1: But it makes them more money, and it is a cheap way to make more money, which is why they do it. Fuck you, Disney.
0: A big example is Ripley Scott. We all love Ripley Scott as the director. We all all know that he did the Alien franchise.
1: Oh, shit.
0: Alien has a quote-unquote director's cut. Ripley Scott, after that was released, basically said, this isn't a director's cut. He basically said, yeah, I don't prefer the Alien director's cut to the movie I directed. He's like, I prefer the theatrical cut or the final cut of Alien. So sometimes the director's cut is really just used as a shiny name for a new version of a film. Often the director will force it to be a director's cut if it is their cut, but it doesn't always happen. And our last question, are there any other quote-unquote cuts in the filming process?
1: Riveting, I know.
0: Don't worry. I'll try to make this fun and not entirely boring with film jargon. Yes,
1: Tucker is so good at this. Let's do it. Okay,
0: so we all know the shooting process
1: yeah, for films. Yeah, yeah load the gun. Pre-production,
0: filming, production.
1: Take co- it off of safety. And then a
0: lot of the cuts are created in post-production.
1: Fire. Pull the trigger.
0: So, the first real cut of a movie is right after shooting and... and producing and mixing starts to happen. And it's that's called, called the emo cut. And that's called It's <laughs> called the it's called the editor's cut. Because it's what the editors put together from the shooting and the script and everything that they're given. It's basically the first finality of a film. And that sounds weird, first finality, but it'll make sense later. So it's kinda of the first wrapping up of a film. This leads into the director's cut, or the process of the director's cut, where the director works with the editors to fix anything about the film, add things, remove things, mix things within the film, Mm -hmm. to have it meet the director's true vision. Of course. And the final quote-unquote cut is the final cut. (laughs) Or the theatrical cut, or what some people call the producer's cut. Where the producer's or the publisher's or the production company comes in and says, okay. It normally happens one of two ways. Either they accept the director's cut of the movie, saying, this is fine, let's release it. Which is why some films don't have director's cuts, because the studio just said, cool,
1: publish it. Yes, sir.
0: But it's how it works. There are also quite a few t- number of times where a studio will be like, "No, we need the we need change A, B, and C to be made." Like with Justice League, where the filming was com- sort of confirmed to have been two around two, at minimum two hours fifty minutes of material. Oh shit! Okay. And, and then when they switched to Joss Whedon, Warner Brothers said, "We need this movie two hours or or
1: under." Oh no! That ruined everything. Yeah. And then everybody was like, Snyder, cut, Snyder, cut. Yeah. We will raid this. We will raid Shadow Legends. We so, will raid the streets of Brooklyn. If you so
0: the don't final put out the final cut. The final cut is the traditional term for this when talking about like the process. Although a lot of people call it the theatrical cut because it's a cut that theaters get, unless you're the Clue movie where you have like three different endings.
1: A clue movie?
0: Yeah, the movie of the board game Clue.
1: Are you fucking kidding me? Is nope. that a thing?
0: That's, that's a thing.
1: What the hell is world. What has our world come to? No. <laughs> I'm
0: going. Again, Moist Critical. What
1: the i f- <laughs> I've been talking like him for like two weeks because I've been watching him non stop. So yeah,
0: those are the three main quote unquote cuts. We're not of watching The, watching the Penis Pump Predator. And then it's like, editors, <laughs> directors, final. And those three. And they can kind of mix. Like, in movies where the final cut is the director's cut, you can just pretty much say it's the editors and then the final. And in movies where there's, like, the editors and then the directors and then reshoots, you could say in a way that it's the editors, the directors, the second editors, and then the final.
1: Not the fourth editors? It... What about the fifth episode?
0: (laughs) It can get really confusing with all the cuts and depending on how long everything takes.
1: Of course.
0: Especially when reshoots are concerned and like different companies, it can get weird. Like how the New Mutants movie went through a bunch of reshoots and it technically got produced and released by a different company than the company that started it. Of course. Because it was started by Fox. Mm -hmm. And it was still in production when the Fox merger happened. So Mm -hmm. Disney released it. But of course. So it was a movie started by Fox, filmed by Fox, produced by Disney, released by Disney.
1: Damn, Disney is a... (sighs) But yeah, that's about it. If I can describe Disney in five uh, words, it would be an acronym. Fucked. F-U-C-K-T. Meaning, fuck... You, uh, kiss (laughs) me, cuz, Trump. Okay, then. So, yeah. (sighs) Let's take a moment of silence for, uh, all the brain cells that we just lost as I was saying that. yeah.
0: But yeah, that's basically the Is somebody
1: working? They've been working all day, man. Outside your house at almost 11 o'clock at night? Since
0: like 8 a.m.
1: What the fuck?
0: But yeah, that's the main difference between a director's cut and extended edition and sort of the semantics of how they're used. and And when to figure out if something really is a director's cut or if it's just a lie.
1: Which I mean sometimes it can be a lie. Yeah. Let's be honest. I and sometimes swear, those... the line is blurred. Why what is happening out there? What are they working on? I have no clue, man. Okay. Well, it is eleven o'clock at night and I hear trash cans rolling around, somebody's working on like the gutters or something. It was it it was nice to New episode idea. What the fuck is going on next door at Tucker's house? (laughs) On the next riveting episode of Glaring Questions, we find out what the hell is happening at Tucker's house. But until then,
0: stay safe.
1: Of course.
0: And we'll see you in two weeks.
1: Happy Pride Month, everybody. We hope you guys enjoyed our episode. And we'll see you all next time. Peace.
0: Bada-bing.